What up, thug? Yo, what's good? Mm-hmm. How was the birthday weekend? It was Liddy. That's what I like to hear. That's yeah. what I like to hear. Had a ball. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Did you drop the ball? The uh, came with the sound effects. What up, y'all? Yup, I got it's sound good. I see how we doing it now. <laughs> oh, I know she's trying to make me get my soundboard game up. <laughs> but why not? That's all ghosts. I got the ghosts. Ghost got the soundboard. I see y'all, man. Mm-hmm. Expanding things. What we cooking up, man? It's been a minute, y'all. How y'all been? Well, what, like two weeks? Yeah, how y'all been? Mogul campaign, Anna Duvane. I am the ghost. What up, y'all? Everybody in the comments. We're gonna get this thing jumped off, man. Virgil, what we looking like out here, brosy? Hold on, man. I'm doing the uh, I'm doing the sharing thing. You sharing? Yeah. Uh, got new headphones too. Not bad. I don't have the whole setup. About to get on your DJ shit. No, we pushing for it, dog. Hell yeah, I need to. Once, we, once this move is good, I can make it happen. Might have to have you out there on uh, No Words Wednesdays one of these Wednesdays, man. Like my R&B playlist. Y'all need to you know, that's what we own, the R&B mm-hmm. vibes. You know, a little bit of little bit of fly hip-hop shit sprinkled in. Keith yeah, said, I'm on time. <laughs> <laughs> she on time. Scrolling in like at the end and shit. Mm-hmm. All right, let's see some... Alright, man. Let's get into it, though. Let's go. I don't know. We got our first verge. I don't have the questions, though. Oh, man. Come on, man. <laughs> Guess that would be thug. Let's see. I, know, I know the first thing we was talking about was the Cardi single. Y'all heard the Cardi single? Yeah. I'll be honest, I have not. I I mean, I won't say it's forgettable, but I mean, it's not like it's early, too. It's the first damn day it's out, too. So I might feel totally different in a week. But I did think it was a good little joint. I thought she delivered her verse. Uh, Dirk got off. He delivered his verse. Actually, I was surprised with Dirk's verse. He did his thing. Um, Kanye's verse. I mean, I expect Kanye to do what Kanye does. He did a Kanye, you know. Who's writing for him now? Who, yay? Yeah, right. I, I don't know. It was on point though. It's pretty fresh. He said he wanted a little bit of went a little bit of that what's her name? Carolina Hennessy. <laughs> yeah. He wanted a little bit of that Hennessy in his life. Told Cardi to hit up her sister where your sister at, man. Yeah. <laughs> I know Kanye too. He ain't got no wife out here, so he out here wilding, man. Yeah, he's still on the prowl, bro. He he looking for everything. Yeah. What'd you think of it, Doug? I like, I mean, you know, Cardi's good for some photos. So, 
she got she got her shit off. But I'm I, I need an album. Like it's been way too long. She keep giving us these one off singles and all this shit. And I need a whole project. Like, you know, I feel like is Cardi even gonna give us an album? She's been singling us for like three years. And it's hard to live up to the sales. About three solid years, right. It's hard to live up to what she did with that first one, too. Like, what if it don't sell? Then her show... Well, I don't think so. I mean, this other people... Her show price gonna go I down think if she it don't do sell. Her, I think she would be fine. That's a lot of pressure. Like, if it don't sell the way the first one did, you can't ask for the same ticket on them shows and shit, bro. Like, I get I get it from a business aspect. I single you but, yeah, but that's the whole thing. Like, it may not... It may not sell that way anyway, just because of the time. You know, it's just different things. Just put out a quality project and quit worrying about it. You know what I'm saying? But I want another yeah. album, though. I like the first album. I thought the first album was dope as shit. It was one of the better albums that year. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah, yeah. He just said she need to drop a video for the for the new joint. Yeah. That would have been hard yeah. if you dropped with a video. The visuals, it's the same, it was the same thing with Beyonce's uh, song. At least for me, I feel like if maybe if I had a visual to go with it, maybe I would have been able to digest it easier. But first listen, no lie, I was like, what the fuck is this? Woke up the next day with a clear mind and was like, oh. <laughs> but that so, was the first time in the history of Beyonce dropping a single and she ain't automatically, nigga. Yeah, I was gonna say Beyonce known for the visuals too, so I feel like maybe that's deliberate. I don't know. Like she always yeah. gives the visuals. Yeah, I'm gonna let a little. I'll let it rock. I'm Are you? Still, anticipating- I'm waiting for the. Pro- I'm ready for the project though. Are you anticipating the whole album of like dance? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what B's gonna give us, man. Because it's looking like it's, I don't know. I don't want a whole album of dance. I don't either. I, I'll listen to it if it come out because yeah. I know she makes good music. But I don't want a whole album of dance songs from Beyonce, though. I don't. I don't really, to be honest, man, unless you make that type of music, I don't want that from anybody. Like, we didn't ask for that. Like, I mean, it's cool to have every so often, but if you ain't, that ain't your lane, bro. Like, you know, give us some, give us some normal music. Like, you can't not drop a project for five years and be like, I'm going to give you this house project. Did you read her? We need these bangers. Did you read her social media post where she was talking about she just wanted to give people some joy in the midst of, you know, all the turmoil and everything that's going on? I hope she meant in the form of that single, not necessarily in the form of a whole dance album because we don't need a whole dance album, dog. Like, if that's the case, because it said act one. So if that's the case, act two better be on. Hmm. Man, make act two. I don't know. I got feedback. Make act two the dance album. Yeah. The first joint. I want some music, bro. Like we ain't got no music. Like you said, in like five years, make it a regular album, dog. Like we making demands and shit. Like she gonna give us. She gonna give us. Like we can't. (laughs) And she's like, you're getting what I'm giving you, nigga. But since we here making demands. Damn it, but Beyonce. you know, make a regular. Surprise! We've been surprised once, man. Kendrick called us off guard. So. I mean, I, I don't think he called me off guard. Like, with the exception of him and um Shorty wilding out on the one song, like 
the rest of the album is No, nah, I mean, I'm talking about the project. We didn't expect, we didn't expect, we expected a good project, but I don't think we expected that level of project. You know what, though? With Kendrick, that is, we expect the unexpected from Kendrick. Every album, we like, we know we're not going to get the last album. What's he going to give us? Beyonce is not that artist. We don't expect her to be like, okay, what type of album? And we just know it's about to be some fire-ass music. We're going to adjust to whatever Beyonce yeah. does. We're going to adjust to That's basically what she's going to tell you. And sometimes, I mean, in the lighter side of that, like when I realized that song came out, it's like we've been listening to a lot of dark shit. Been a, been a whole yeah. lot of fucking, a whole lot of killing, my homie dead, uh, you know, fuck these bitches. It's like a whole bunch of toxic shit. So for us, when we hear shit like this, where it's motivation to dance up tip, though, we like, the fuck is going on? It's almost like she's trying to bring the sun into uh, the dark times. And if some people accept that shit and some people don't. You know what? I like it from that aspect too. Like when I was reading about what she was saying, but my only qualm, I guess, is I feel like you could do that with hip hop and with R and B. People just aren't really giving us that. I don't think you have to like necessarily go to a different genre to do it because we used to be able to get that off in R and B, especially. We used to be able to be about love and happiness and uplifting, and that's what's missing. Yeah. Like, I just don't feel like you got to switch, switch the genre to do it. I feel like, if anything, put it into the genre that we love y'all for. Because you know everybody is clones. They're going to copy off what y'all do. Make it a rebirth, yeah. I feel mm -hmm. like they can make it a rebirth of the genre. That's, that's really what I thought that was what Diddy was talking about doing. But, like, I think his song is just like a regular little heartbreak type joint. The joint with Bryson. It's cool, though. I'll, I'll fuck with it. <clears throat> Mm. Yep. <laughs> I guess we'll find out though. When is our album dropping, Thug? Uh, it's a ways away. Couple weeks. This is July first. Yeah, keep that in mind. So a couple weeks. Yeah, anticipation's killing me. I need some good music, y'all. Yeah, I need I need a hero voice. Like she sounded good on the song. Like first, like I said, first listen was like, "What the fuck is this?" But she sounded amazing. Like. Vocal-wise, she was great. All that shit. A rap verse kind of sound like Cardi. thought that was dope. It's growing on me. <laughs> so I, this ain't on our question list today, so I'm just going to ask this since it's not on the question list. What are y'all actually listening to? Do y'all have any new shit y'all could put me up on? I need some good shit. I need some good music. I don't think I'm listening to no new shit. What's that? I'm trying to think. Trying to think of what I've been listening to, like for real, for real. Uh, <coughs> I did listen to that Chris Brown. It was all right. Man, I still ain't even listening to all that shit. Oh, uh, yeah, the Chris Brown is dope. I, I listened to the Chris Brown album. I like the Chris Brown. I need to go back and revisit it. I listened like the first day it came out all the way through. I yeah. really liked it. Then I didn't like it. I mean, I didn't listen anymore after that, but I fuck with yeah. that. Uh-oh, Keith is on that sticky. <laughs> She's on that sticky. That's a radio single. He put it out on the radio, too, so people going to gravitate to it now. After you hear that bitch 50 million times, niggas going to be singing that joint. <laughs> the other thing um, that Virgil mentioned uh, for the question was Travis Scott is back on tour, and his show just slowed out in the U.K., at two hundred and fifty dollars a ticket. Wow. So, so yeah, 
$250 a ticket, I believe, or $220 a ticket, and it's sold out to the wall. So the question is, you know, is Travis back, you know, after the people getting stomped out? Back. This cancel culture is not even a thing. I don't know why people bring <laughs> shit up. They're well, canceled. I mean, no, they're not. That shit's momentarily shit. But like, that's that one shit of them situations, though. Like, there were so many people there. Like, you can't... You can't be like 400 feet away from him and be like, hey, that nigga needs some water over there. And you one nigga. Like, that's impossible. Yeah. Right. And his shows is wild. Like, wild, wild. We ain't talking about you go to a show and they just sitting there. Man, I've watched white dudes jump off of, like, piers of fucking different, like, the third floor. And this dude jumped off. I'm like, what the fuck is he thinking? Like, he got mind control over it's wild. But like, that's Travis's you know, audience, though. Those people you describing right now. Audience, right? That's his exact audience. So, like, for them to blame him, like, he should have known better. He should have known better. I'm like, that ain't his fault. Like, they added all them extra people in there, and, like, that's security's job. Like, the people running the event, which was the city of Houston, and what was that? That other company? Like, they should have known what was going on. It wasn't their first. It ain't the first rodeo. Huh? Play on words didn't mean that. <laughs> no pun intended. I don't know, bro. I feel like, I mean, I hope the dude is back. I fuck with him. He's a good artist. I I never felt like he just genuinely didn't care about the people. I know that was that was a narrative put people were pushing for a moment too. Like he saw the people passing out and he kept performing. I don't think he saw them, bro. There's a zillion people at this show, fam. I don't think he just looked at him and was like. Fuck their life. If they die, they die. I don't know. I just don't believe that shit, bro. Facts. And you know, you perform, bro. Sometimes you be looking out there and you don't see shit. <laughs> like you just, yeah. You, you, when you get in your zone, when you performing, bro, sometimes you see through a motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? You don't even just <laughs> see the people. You see through them. You thinking about five seconds ahead what's coming next. You're not even in the actual moment till you get off stage a lot. I can't even imagine. You know what I mean? I'm performing and it's 40,000 60,000 people, and I'm supposed to be cognizant of everybody and what's going on in that moment but while I'm entertaining. And you said 40,000. It was 250,000 motherfuckers there, bro. Good Lord. <laughs> How you gonna expect one nigga to be like, hey, yo, back there, half a, half a mile away, that nigga needs some water, bro. You can't. It's not possible, though. It's not. Only thing I didn't like, um, I saw the interviews where they were like, between Travis's company, um, the city, and the other production companies that put it on, they needed workers real bad. So instead of actually hiring people that was qualified, they just hired anybody. Like, because it was last minute, they was like, fuck it. Fuck the certifications, fuck the CPR, fuck the training. They didn't train nobody. They just got a text on their cell phone the day before, and it was like, show up to the concert. You work in security. <laughs> like, you bound to have some issues, bro, when you just get random motherfuckers off the street the night before or whatever, the day before, and be like, yo, you security for the event with no training. That was trash. It was a perfect storm. It was a perfect storm. You got these people that are not trained on what they're doing, and then you got motherfuckers that's just going wild, and then people got sick. Perfect storm of, you know, fuckery. Just worst-case scenario shit happening. I don't know. know, It could have happened to anybody, though. That's the only thing. Yeah, it could have been any rapper, any, you know, concert like i said it's perfect storm but i don't know that this necessarily means he's back because even though he sold out it's in the uk i feel like the real test is when he performs here in america again what it's gonna look like well he performed somewhere not too long ago like he came out 
and uh, they went <laughs> wild when he showed up. So, yeah, he did. He did come out to a show, but I'm talking about like we're saying now. Travis is the headliner. This is his festival, his thing. Or is he gonna have you know four thousand people that are protesting? Are you gonna have people trying to get it shut down before the show even takes place? Or is he really gonna be able to get his shit off? Like what uh, like Chappelle said, man, and like y'all was saying, cancel culture don't exist, bro. Like that's that's an American thing, and it's dumb. And typically, what's really stupid about cancel culture is we the only ones getting canceled. They ain't canceling no white people. <laughs> so of, we need to cut shit, this shit out. What it, what it really all boils down to it is not cancel culture. Some of that, a lot of that shit is uh, called accountability, and that's why people feel like it's an attack because people do not like accountability. I know people on social media like to say women don't. It's people. Men, women, children, old people, young. It doesn't matter. People don't like to be held accountable. A lot of people don't like to know that they're wrong, that they fucked up. So that's where it comes down to. They're like, oh, they're trying to cancel me. No. They're trying to hold you accountable to what you did. Like, you did some fucked up shit, and so therefore you have to answer, you have to answer that shit. You did it. You ain't cancel, nigga, but, you know. I think it's all in how people move too. Like, you know, if you acknowledge whatever it is and you know, genuinely and you move forward in a decent manner, usually that shit will subside. I think when niggas just go wild like fuck what you talking about. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, like, you trying to be bigger than the internet and I realize the internet way bigger than you, my nigga coming out and give a fuck. I said what I said till everybody stops fucking with you, then you gotta tuck your tail and put your yeah. head down and you like, all right, God, you right, I was tripping. Yeah, bitch, that's what we were saying in the first fucking place, nigga. That's all we were saying is that you fucked up. We need an apology for that shit. You need to own up for that shit. And you need to move on. Like that was it. That's all people are trying to do. But everybody wants to make it like offense. I don't like the people though who are on social media for the sole purpose of trying to find shit to catch yeah. people up on. I think that's weirdo behavior. Like, come on, man. There's better shit you could be doing with your life than like, okay, Virgil's popping now. I haven't seen him do anything questionable in the 10 years that I've seen him on social media. But what if I go back 12 years? Nothing? Fuck. <laughs> what if I go back 15? Ah, 15. Right. You said, like, come on, guys. Like, we got to act like gotta, people can't change in 10 to 15 yeah. years, especially when you're a kid. Like, when you're, when you're a teenager and shit, bro, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's wild. I, I don't, no, I've seen, I don't a, believe I've seen in a football it. player. And I think it's funny that they've tried to cancel Chappelle, and Chappelle ain't here. And it's, you know, they've tried to cancel Well, he has, a built -in, he has a built-in economy, a built-in audience. Like, he's going to be good. But, like, the to what we were just talking about, I saw a football player. Look. I don't got no friends. I don't got no white friends. They got no nigga passes. I'm going to keep it a buck. Like, I don't even believe no. that's a thing. It's not like, a thing. That's some bullshit. I saw a white guy, though. He just got drafted in the NFL draft last year at 24. Um, In, like, 2012 or something like that, he was about 13, and he quoted a rap line from, like, I don't know who it was. I think it was Nas or something like that. And he said nigga in the tweet. And they was trying to cancel him on draft day from a tweet that he did when he was 12. And I'm like, stop. All right, guys, stop. We just doing a lot at this point, yo. It's too much. You can tell people are just digging for shit. I don't like shit like that. I do think you have to be accountable for your actions. And he even acknowledged, like, I was a kid. I realized that was wrong at the time, but I was just quoting the lyric. I didn't understand the, the context of everything. He apologized for it in real time, but they were still like, nah, he shouldn't get drafted. And I'm like, come on, <laughs> he shouldn't get drafted. You no, know, that's, that's, that's what I call 
it, it, you know, it's a real thin line between hater culture and cancel culture, bro. Because then it is start looking like haters, bro. Cancel culture people start looking like fucking haters because that's what y'all doing. Like, you mad that somebody else is getting the opportunity to do something. So, your ass is like, nah, cancel them, cancel them. So they can be miserable like your ass is. And that's why I feel a lot of cancel culture, bro. Like, a lot I of I mean, there's up, a, to me, there's a genius difference. Yeah, there's a difference, I think, between if someone says something that actually offends you and you bring it to them to make them aware so they don't do this shit again versus you intentionally just dredging up stuff trying to find stuff. Those are two different things, dog. I think we have to be honest about that. Those are two different things. Aside from that, just fucking admit when you fuck up and keep it moving. As long as you do that, cancel culture pretty much don't exist, dog. It don't. It's called accountability. You don't. Yeah, like just, if you don't want to be held accountable, stop doing stupid shit. It's simple. Mm -hmm. Well, shit, your ass don't want to be held accountable, then your ass don't need to be in the in the. And stop putting everything on the internet. Stop putting everything on the internet. That part too, like, like <laughs> we are not your friends on here. I don't know who told y'all that, but we not friends. We are not That's what be happening. You look, you you post one funny thing, and you get like 30, 40 motherfuckers, ha ha he he, and then you think y'all friends. friends, nigga. They are not your friends, bro. <laughs> you know, oh, they, these motherfuckers do not know you. Y'all don't know each other. Don't quit telling people your business. They will you laugh at your demise friends. just as quick as they laugh at your joke. As soon as yes. you fuck up and you down. They're going to be the first motherfuckers laughing, dog. These motherfuckers on social media is not your friends. You hit that on the head. Exactly, exactly Key. Get a group chat. You need some friends. You need some real-life friends. And the social media shit is not your friends. So y'all get on here screwing <laughs> out all the business. Keith just said get a group chat. <laughs> I don't even trust the group hey, chat. That's man. real rap, though. That's with your friends. Shit. What you talking about? <laughs> I don't even trust the group chat, man. I ain't putting nothing in the group chat, man. Group chat. When you motherfuckers like, might have some secret skills or something, I'm cool. Trap with my boat folks. Mm -hmm. All right, so this is one. I'm curious how y'all feel about this. Dr. Dre told Buster Rhymes, since COVID, he has made 247 new songs, brand new songs. What else, uh, you, mind, you mind if I take this first? Absolutely. Yo, shout to Dr. Dre, one of the greatest to ever do it. You know, producers. But nigga, you ain't made no two. You ain't made 220 songs in your goddamn <laughs> career, my nigga. Like, why you lying? Hold on, bro. In his career? Nah, that's cap, bro. Yeah, he's made 220 some odd songs we ain't never heard, nigga. Like, they all, nah, they all I'm willing. Songs, I'm willing to nigga. venture we can find about 200 Dre songs. I, I mean, produced as well, like yeah, and I'm the same. We got albums. That nigga got 260 songs that was on Detox that ain't been out, bro. So I, you know, I give him that, but we he make no, he make all the songs. Ah, you know what's wild? Make believe ah. man. What'd you say, Doug? He make believe man. I have, I have five thousand songs with five thousand artists. That nigga was dropping eight bars. It was like it's a song. I'm done. You know what's wild? I believe the nigga because I forgot who it was. It might have been Buster Rhymes that was like. They were talking about, is Detox ever coming out? And people was like, no, it's never coming out. But they was like, he's done the Detox album seven different times. He's got seven different that. albums that he was saying was going to be Detox. And them shits just never saw the light of day. So I believe this nigga probably did make all them songs. I just believe we ain't going to never hear them. Like, I don't think this none of that shit's coming out. songs in his vault than Prince did, bro. Like, this yeah. is wild. Yeah. 
Prince was the same way though. He's meticulous, so he it wouldn't come out unless he thought it was perfect. I remember uh, but damn, there Prince was, was dropping album. every week though. He was. He, he had so much content towards Prince the end. Was, but at least when he was doing some shit, Prince was like, "All right, that shit's coming out this week, and this mm -hmm. shit's coming out next week, and then this shit coming out the week after that." Nigga, I got shit, nigga. Like I'm getting it out. Dr. Dre ain't doing none of that shit. You got all of this shit that all of these rappers work on. When is it gonna drop? Because what is Dr. Dre planning on dying sometime soon or something? Look, he did a whole album with Busta Rhymes. We never heard it. He did a whole album with Rakim. You never heard it. <laughs> what are we let's doing? Talk about this, uh, let's talk about this whole album that he did with Timberland that we never that we that never saw the light of day. Yeah, uh, back in the midst of when they was popping, popping like I'm tired. Shit. We don't we don't care. Like he said, Dre, please, okay? <laughs> please. <laughs> Hey, bro, he gonna drop us Compton too, and, and that, we didn't ask. What if y'all just wake up on a Friday and detox is out? Then detox is out, but it ain't, it ain't like I'm gonna like take a day off of work or no shit like that. I ain't gonna, you know, I no money. Detox I don't even know what that. Could... And I bet you, Dr. Dre only be on one song on that mother. I was gonna say, I don't even know what that could sound like in 2023. What would that even sound like? A whole bunch of heavy ass breathing and some old niggas still talking about shit they don't do no more, nigga. What you mean? I know one thing: the mix on that bitch gonna be crispy as fuck because they don't. Dr. Dre don't play about a fucking mix on a record, dog. He got the illest mixes in the, in fucking history, dog. I, I I cannot deny that at all. Oh, His mix is so ill. You can hear like a pin drop on a piece of cotton in the background of the record. Like, <laughs> Why you gotta oh, pick the cotton though, bro? How the fuck, bro? Like. Dirty Dom in the building. What up? I'm, not, no, I'm looking forward to some to the look. If he did 247 songs, can we get like a six song EP or something off? You can Hell have no. we all might the niggas on the them We might get one, one, bro, one, one song, none, one song, <laughs> and it's gonna be on somebody none of else's these. album. It'll be on the. Uh, It'll be on the B side of Mr. Morale and the Worldwide Steppers when he flips it backwards and he adds one extra song at the end of that bitch. That's what no. it'll be. That's the one. Dom said the reason they came out because that nigga's still mixing the songs, bro. <laughs> it ain't crisp enough. Yeah, nah, okay. that shit ain't crispy. It ain't crispy enough, my boy. I got this a fine tooth Baby, comb. Y'all know. Like, like you said, Amore, like that nigga's like, it's a pin drop in the back. Y'all don't hear that pin drop. We got to get rid of it. Oh, I got to go Baby. back. You gotta go back. You know, he's the same person that made Buster Rhymes redo his verse. Like, he did a, I think Buster Rhymes did 115 takes of one verse because Dre was like, nah, that ain't it. Do it again. Nah, that ain't it. 115 times, bro. This right. nigga is a perfectionist. This nigga's out here Buster Rhymes like he easy E, bro. Get out right. of here, dog. No, Dre does that to everybody. That's the thing. He do it to him, Kendrick, you know, all 50. He did it to all them niggas. The game. He don't care, bro. He'll have you in the studio for eight hours on one record. Hey, but them joints be phenomenal. When we heard them, when they did come uh, out, yeah. they was all phenomenal, yeah. bro. They yeah. better be. You've been in that bitch for they eight hours on one record. Right. They just opted it. Hey, process imagine being in that bitch for eight hours, bro, and the record come out trash, dog. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> imagine that. Oh, my God. They're not feeling this? so hot, dog. That'd be hot. Good old Dre. I mean, if we see some of it, shout out to him. But let's be honest, because we grew up in the era of Dre, I don't expect to hear none of that shit. I'm be real. I'm real rap, bro. I don't, I don't expect to hear none of it. None of it.
I wanted, I still want to hear more work with him. And um, I remember there was talks of him working with Jay on a project too. And that never, nothing you know, came you from did that a whole project than, with Eve because you remember Eve was signed to uh, yeah. Master Mavis as well. Yeah, they got a whole project. It's so much shit in Dre's vote. He he got an album with Dipset. I don't know if y'all remember that. Dipset went out to Cali and was working with Dre. They got a whole project. Never gonna hear that shit. And niggas okay. gonna die, bro. And it's gonna be a they gonna release all these fucking records. We ain't never it's heard gonna just, nigga die. Like it's gonna, it's gonna roll down. That's what they did to Prince. They released so much Prince content after Prince died. Prince didn't even want it released. That's what's crazy. He didn't want none of it released, and they still released like eight albums when Prince died. Mm -hmm. That nigga got a whole movie on his life that he ain't released either. Whole movie yeah. directed by Kevin Smith that he ain't released that We keeping with the legends, man. I want to talk about this one. Uh, I saw Wayne talking about this on IG. It is the 18th anniversary of the Carter, the first Carter, the Carter one. Um, most people consider it an absolute classic album. I would be in the conversation with those people. I think it's an absolute uh, classic. Not only do I think it's a classic, I think the Carter one is the best Carter in the whole fucking series. Um, but I'd love, love to hear y'all's opinions on this before I delve more into it. I mean, let's talk about the the single, which was one of the biggest singles that he ever had. And like, just because Manny Fresh just showed the fuck out. <laughs> which was, what's that, Go DJ? You already know it, and you can still listen to Go Go DJ. Still has the same response to this day, nah, which is yeah. wild to me. Cause, listen, you know, man. They so how us, you feel about this? Album? You consider that a classic? Yeah, definitely. And I wasn't even like a huge Lil Wayne fan at that point, but I can respect that album as far as, and I can definitely agree that it is the best part uh, of the whole series. I feel like we got the best version of Wayne at that point because yeah. prior to that album, um, well, mo almost every album before that, niggas knew him as like the hype nigga from Cash Money. He was doing the sound effects. He was the little nigga that didn't cuss for a minute. You know, he was the wild one. He was the one on Juvie song. He was one on BG song. Yeah. Then he had a couple hits, you know, the block is hot, couple joints like that. But nobody really respected him. Then he had them squad mixtapes, and they was like, "Okay, this nigga, kind of I, he rapping, he putting it together." He did five hundred degrees, and the consensus was, "This is cool." But nigga, how you gonna name your album five hundred degrees and it ain't better than four hundred degrees? You know, what that, I'm was saying? Was like, beefing. that was the beef, right? That was yeah, beef and, and that's the thing. How you gonna be beefing with him? You name your album five hundred degrees, and it ain't better than four hundred degrees, bro. Like, what is what is that going on here? And it's, it seemed like all those albums, like um, 500 Degrees and the one right before it, he had the flow. Like, he had developed a flow where you could actually be like, yo, this nigga nice. He could rap. But he didn't have really any metaphors, similes, punchlines, anything witty to where you could respect, you know, the pen. You could just respect the flow. When the Carter One came out, the nigga really put the two together. He had all the flows and shit that we like from an MC, but he also had the metaphors and the slick wordplay and the similes and all that shit. And that's when niggas was like, oh, okay, this nigga might be the guy. He but, started popping up on the Soldier remix and, you know what I mean, all them records and started but buying But as you shit. know, though, that wasn't random, fam. You know it wasn't random at all. That was at the time when he almost signed the Rockefeller. That shit wasn't random. Yeah, it was. If J&M hadn't reached out to um the Birdman out of respect, he'd have been gone, bro. 
Like it wasn't random. Like so his he was hanging around Jay because that was he, even Wayne has said multiple times that was why he stopped writing. Like he started formulating shit in his head and he said he stopped. Yeah, that's, writing. A, that's his idol. That's his idol. That's most of these niggas' idol. You know what I mean? I get it. And he started hanging around Jewels and Dipset. Like he was, you could tell he got heavily New York influenced really fast because there was a big shift in his content, and that's what kind of separated him from the other Southern rappers. He was Southern, and the production was Southern, and the slang was Southern, and everything was still Southern. But he also added in that East Coast element of the metaphors and the similes and so on and so forth, bro. And it just put him to another level. Same thing Tip did. Because when yep. Tip came out with, like, I'm serious, he was super Southern, so Southern, that nobody past the South would listen to the nigga. But once he adopted and adapted his flow and added the metaphors and similes to it, he blew up nationwide because he added that East Coast element to it as well. I and think again, what you said, like what we was talking about with Wayne, that was the same thing with Tip. Tips, Tip, start hanging around with Jay. It's real funny how, like, your best rappers seem to have some kind of connection with fucking Jay-Z. And y'all niggas hate Jay-Z. So, you know. Hold on, who's the niggas that hate That means you hate your favorite rapper, my nigga. I'm sorry. Just I do think it's funny when niggas be like, Jay-Z's weak, and then you ask them their favorite rapper, and it'll be somebody who always is on record of saying Jay-Z is the GOAT. Right, heavily influenced by Jay-Z. Jay-Z's trash. Who's your favorite rapper? Lil Wayne's the GOAT. Nigga, that's his idol, bro. <laughs> 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 what are we talking about? Lil Jay-Z's trash. Drake is the GOAT. That's his fucking idol. Jay-Z and Kanye's <laughs> idols, bro. What you know that time... niggas in the Illuminati. Oh, I didn't know they started letting niggas in the Illuminati. That's my favorite thing. And that's facts. The Illuminati was Italian men. It was a racist Italian men at that, bro. But nah, that shit's always funny. I definitely think that album's classic. Um, I think the Carter series is the only series, if you want to put them in order from best to last, you can literally just go in order. Like, one is the best, two is the second best, three is the... It progressively just went downhill, and that's not even a diss to him. It just, it just worked out that way. Shit just went in order. It's crazy because then later, them Carter threes and Carter fours and Carter fives got some nice singles. Now Carter three is the biggest Carter. It's the one that had yeah. all the hit singles with Lollipop and all that on it. It was a trash ass album in the scheme, but they like not trash is it? it yeah, I'm like trash is so strong, bro, because he got about six or seven hit singles just I on that, that one album. But like, but remember, it's that just was not better the than the first two Twenty parts. songs on that bitch, and only six or seven of them was solid, and the rest of them was mid. Nah, it ain't that bad. It's just not better than the first two Carters. They they progressively got worse every single yeah. time. That's, like after, that's, after the third one, they got that's when they got bad. So yeah, it fell off a cliff. Car, I don't yeah. even know Carter Four anymore. I can't tell you a song on it. What, well, between song, Carter, Carter four, four and Carter Five, I don't really feel like he had much control over that shit. And they were just releasing that shit. Virgil, what's the song on Carter Four right now? Quick. Six for seven. Six for seven foot was on uh, Carter Four it's though, right? Three. That, I think it might three? be three, bro. That was all three. What was the other one? What I didn't they do another what that was similar to that? And I can't I can't look remember. don't don't feel bad, bro. I can't tell you a single song for Not certain. Memorable. If y'all want to Google this while y'all in the I comments, am, I'm gonna Google it and then I'm gonna give I don't you know one a song single and song. Like, oh, four. I forgot that was on there. And six foot seven could be on there. I just don't know off the top of my I head. Just Carter four, I'm looking at this bitch right now. I got my Spotify open. Yeah, six foot seven foot on that one. That's what I thought. Oh, what yeah. else they got? 
Oh, it has She Will. You forgot about She Will. No, we didn't forget about it. I mean, in the grand scheme of Drake and, and Wayne songs, like, what, what number is that? Like, number eight? 12, yeah, like, nah, it's probably number 15 by the time we got this, bro. It was, it was pretty far You know down. what I'm saying? So, like, yeah, she wills okay. There ain't nothing And, I mean, outside of that, bro, that's that's it. Carter that, uh, 2 is fire. I see Keita said Carter 2 is her, her favorite. Um, That's the one that really blew him up. Carter 2 blew It took him in the stratosphere. Carter 1 was the one that put everybody on, on notice and was like, oh, my God, this nigga actually is fucking legit. I think we got to watch out. And you shit, you know, went platinum, did numbers, had crazy hits. And they weren't looking at him as just a sound effect little dude from Cash Money. He was a bona fide star. Two put him into the superstar uh, status. And three turned him into a rock star. Yeah. By the time three came around, he was a fucking rock star. It was just a whole nother level of stardom. And you could thank Static Major for that. Big facts. Shout out to Static Major. Hometown hero. Put that man in the stratosphere. I seen Pleasure P on Versus saying he wrote all them junk. He wrote Lollipop. Nigga, when did you write Lollipop, fam? What is happening right now? Hey, that nigga better not ever show up in Louisville because they might actually, they might get him over that, bro. You he even said he wrote all the Pretty Ricky's hits. But if y'all check them credits, it definitely got Static Major's name on them credits. He might have co-wrote some shit. But my boy, he's not right on the You put an ooh, yeah, at the end of the month. You know what I mean? That's not it. I think he got caught up in the moment. You know they was flexing on verses, trying to, you know, boost their record. And they shouldn't have been, because I heard it sounded like dog shit. Everybody sounded like ass. Yeah, them niggas Except for Mario. Um, Pleasure Peace didn't sound terrible. Shout out to the out there who be doing their damn thing, bro, because golly. Golly. I mean, and we can, if y'all want to, we can go ahead and get into that too, because that's the question of the day. Um, the question of the day is are female R&B singers far superior to male R&B vocalists? Oh, yes, please, Thug. <laughs> I've been wanting to hear this. I've been wanting to hear this. Oh, hell yeah, we are. <laughs> yes. The girls. The girls are not embarrassing me this evening. No, no, sorry. <laughs> Don't have that. Because Jasmine Sullivan has been doing her motherfucking thing, okay? <laughs> Ari Lennox has been doing her thing. <laughs> we got, we got our girls are good. They ain't acting like assholes out here now. The boys. It's just two girls though, thug. That's just two girls. You ain't got no more. Let me see. You got Janae. You got um, what is her name? Her, her, of course. I fuck with her. All right, yeah. Who's the chick that does? You can't forget about SZA out here. Man, SZA need to give me another motherfucking album so I go off. Like, hey, I don't think that's fired. on the label. I don't think they got that. I don't give a fuck who it's on. Control was amazing, and that shit came out six years ago, and my nigga ain't gave me nothing else. And had the nerve to drop a deluxe. They've been saying her album uh, for like seven two, new three songs years now. Did the re-release. Every six months they say her new album coming and then right and it don't come and I'm tired of it. I am sick of it. Like girl, you doing good. Like your singles, like her features is good. I need a whole project. You ain't say like, summer. You ain't fucking with summer. She can of sing. Of course, summer walking. Yeah, summer got vocals. Of course. Uh, I mean, she we ain't do, talking about live. She's singing she about somebody do. eating her ass, bro. Like I ain't. <laughs> It ain't love. Kalani. Yeah, my uh, money, money loan. Yeah, you money loan. Like yeah, her. yeah. So the girls is doing their thing. What do y'all oh, think yeah. it is though? Cause look, 
there are dope. Look, Virgil will tell you, I done put him onto a couple of male R&B artists that's fucking dope. Some of these niggas can re really legitimately sing. Lucky Day can sing. Pink Sweats can sing. Like, it's niggas out here. Uh, Vivian can sing, but these niggas ain't the niggas that's popping, though. That's, the that's what I'm saying. What do y'all think it is? That the niggas that's popping can't sing, but there's a whole group of these niggas that can sing, and they not okay. really getting under the spotlight. You mind if I take this one? So what I believe it is, I believe it's it's a change of the times. Like those niggas sing like niggas did in the nineties and in the eighties and in the seventies because they talk about building love and having what you know, having a whole situation, you know, being part of a vibe. Like they talking about the bigger picture, while the rest of these niggas think that they rappers and they won't talk about eating ass and doing all type of wild stuff and they don't make R&B music no more. Like, you know, that's the crazy thing. Like, Chris Brown's been around so long because Chris Brown makes like a mixture of all that music. A lot of these niggas that sing now just won't talk about eating ass and eating coochie. And nah, but you're missing me like, though. My point is, hold on, my point though, I just named you like four niggas that really do sing and they make really good R&B music. But none of them, with the exception of maybe Lucky Day, he's like the only one that's broke through. The rest of them niggas is afterthoughts. Nobody ain't really fucking they, with that. They so is it the singers or is it the consumers? It's just, it's, it, it's the way the radio runs them, bro. And that's what it is. They want the, uh, the degradation. Hey, that's, the that's how no I feel. That's what we listen to. And too many of we don't, rap yo, if, you, if you're under 40, you probably don't even get your music from the radio, bro, to be honest. We on streaming platforms. We yeah. on Tidal and Apple Music and Spotify. Yeah. And it's this the content. It's the content, it's the consumer, and it's the artist. It's everybody. It's it's the Spider-Man's in the circle pointing at each other. It's everybody's fault. Yeah. Everybody's you, nigga. <laughs> the it's you over here. No, nigga, it's you. No, nigga, it's all of us. Everybody in here is fucking up. Because nobody's talking about... I, I was talking about this earlier this week on Twitter. Nobody's talking about love no more. Ain't nobody talking about falling in love, being in love, uh, the pain of falling out of love and actually begging to get your, your partner back. Everybody's so toxic and everybody will fuck you from track one to track 25. I've been fucked every single way. Not in, in the midst of all this fucking, nobody was making love. And that's the issue. I know how to fuck. Everybody knows how to fuck in here, right? Cool. That's what's up. Now, here's your next challenge. Learn how to make love. Learn about intimacy. Learn about that next level in life besides going around here fucking and ducking. Like, that's all we got. And that's the issue. Once we start getting back to love and, and actually like intimacy, that's when R&B music will be good again. But until then, all we gonna keep getting is these, these R&B niggas that wanna be rappers and they, they wanna be hard so fucking bad and, and hard, but you can't be hard and sing love songs that don't make sense. You know what I think too though? I think a big part of this is we don't control black music anymore. We haven't controlled it for a long time. With R&B like, and I'm gonna take it a little bit off task here, but it, I'll bring it back. So with your white homies, especially white males, if y'all got any white friends, ask them what artists they listen to, like black artists they listen to. Almost 10 times out of 10, they're gonna name all rappers. Yep. Um, white guys especially, but typically a lot of white women too, they don't even listen to the genre of R&B. And I think a lot of that is because R&B does show us in love and vulnerable and humans and stuff in, in a lot of aspects. With hip-hop, 
we're more of characters, bro. It's like, look at me wrong, nigga. I'm going to air the block out. Nigga, I'm selling crack all day. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. So they get to fantasize about all these super nigga, you know, stories and fantasies and shit, bro. He and they super just, nigga they just super nigga adventures. Super nigga <laughs> they, they love seeing these super nigga adventures, bro. And they romanticize the shit. And that's why hip hop gets the push it does. Um, and I say that to say, if you look at who's in control of black music, it's old white men. They don't feel like that type of shit is gonna sell records. And that's why they incentivize the male R&B singers to be more like rappers and sing about the shit that the rappers are singing about or singing about fucking and shit. They don't really let them get into a bag and get those type of records off. If they do, they immediately throw that shit on like an oldie station. Like a nigga be 26, drop a single and you'll hear it on 103. He's like, why is this on the old school right. station? He's 25. Like, Kevin Ross, that's 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 that when they play And you know, it's funny that you Hold on, hold on, hold on, Who did you say, Thug? Who's on 103? Kevin Ross, that is Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. It's so many of these younger dudes. He's young as shit, but they'll hurry up and throw him. Like, you if, know, if you a young they, black they R&B singer and you make real R&B, they, they will put you on the oldest stage so yeah, fast, Artists anymore. Like, and that's why Doja Cat gets nominated in the R&B category because as long as you met, you can uh, harmonize, they like, oops, there you go, you R&B. No, nigga, that ain't R&B. And even she'll tell you that shit, I'm not R&B. Like, yeah, she make pop cool. and she rap. She don't yeah. do fucking R&B. Right, that wasn't right. R&B. But because she's a black woman... They're like, oh, yes, there she go. She, she did a, oh, yeah, there she go. Yep, she's an R&B singer. Like, damn, I nigga, think, that's all it's good. I think as fans, we have to make an effort to actually find that good male R&B. Because it is out the there. But, you know, like I, I saw, feel like, like um, Keith, uh, I saw somebody say they found a lot of it on, like, Bel Air. Like, yeah, the TV yeah. shows really do be putting you on it's to some of the. Too. Yeah. I, uh, 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 Insecure, yeah, Insecure was great about that. Yeah, they had great music playlists. It was great about that. Soundtracks. And some they of these, these movies as well. But, you know, I feel like even the guys that we got now, they don't have the message that some of these people have. Like, you know, Marvin Gaye did not, it wasn't always love. Like, his songs had messages to them. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Gil Scott Hero had messages. Like, where are the messages? Uh, um, yeah, and those guys are with solid message all the way through, giving you the love and the message. So, what happened? Why are we not getting that message? Like you said. Where's that blackness that was in R&B for so long and now it's just gone? It's like it don't exist. Yeah, it's what happens when you don't control your own narrative. When you're not loving, and I'm like, uh, but like I said, back to what my analogy was, Spider-Man picture, because also for the artists, what they're missing is key elements of what R&B was, which is like growing up in the church or having some kind of church influence, or just having a grandmother or a mother that was actually loving towards you, that gave you that, you know what I'm saying, that nurturing that you needed, that, that makes you feel warm, that you are able to sing about love from a point of view where it was like everybody could feel it in the universe because you had that love in the house. That's no love in the house no more. And it's, it's, it's not love outside. And it's like, that's the problem. We, we're missing that one part of the, the recipe. Like I said, we... I done been fucked every other way in so many R&B niggas albums. Like, Chris Brown has fucked me down. I, my nigga, damn. I, I'm, I don't want to fuck no more. Like, it's cool, my nigga. When are we going to get to the, the, the foot massages and the how was your days and I made you something to eat? Like, I'm, I don't want to, you know, get back shots. My nigga, like, I want to 
feel something different. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's what R&B is missing from a male's perspective. But it's also that's what it's going to start affecting the women's perspective. To Virgil's point, when he's talking about Summer and getting her ass ate, they following the suit of what yes, what the male R&B is, is talking true. about. It's true. They're not going to sit over, you're not going to get a woman that's going to keep sitting over here talking about, oh, I love you, Dante, and I love you so much, and I'm going to hold you down, and I'm going to cook, and I'm going to clean. And then Dante just in his responses, bend that ass over, let me hit it from the back, bring your homegirl in here, like, what the fuck are we talking about? Like, I'm trying to be intimate with your motherfucking ass, and you over here talking about, yeah, whatever, bitch, uh, let's go to the strip club, you know, bring a stripper home with us, let's get it, right? What are we doing? Like, the women are not about to keep doing these love songs for you niggas, and y'all just keep signing with, yeah, well, here my dick. It's like, all right, my nigga, fuck. Now, I'm about to just start meeting you with the same thing. Like, I don't want you to hold me, nigga. I want you to fuck me and get the hell on. Like, yeah. nigga, like, Army girls. Why y'all acting like that? Army girls turning into city girls right now, too. That's where it's Real where quick, that's right. what's happening. Right. Because who about to keep singing arm like, oh, I just love him so much. And then in the response to the niggas is like, y'all fucking bitches getting money, fucking bitches getting like, oh, man, like, why the fuck am I being singing about being faithful? And this nigga's not about fucking bitches and getting money. Look, and to the point you made about, like, the church, that's actually yep. a, a good point to expand on, too, because there's no coincidence. We all know black people 40 and under are leaving the black church in yep. mass, right? It's yeah. no coincidence that we all leave the church. Oh, yeah. The vocal ability of the singing has drastically fucking dropped. You That's need that training. It's the Spider-Man picture. I'm telling you, it's, it's everybody. They be remaking songs that ain't church songs. Y'all niggas need to stop, bro. Like that. <laughs> that shit that ain't needs it. to stop. Like Cut that ain't cool, bro. Like that's weird. That's a weird flex to be like, yo, I'm gonna take this song. I'm gonna take this song about booty and shit, and then I'm gonna turn it to a song about the Lord. Y'all niggas is weird, dog. Y'all going to hell? Stop. Who you going to hell? <laughs> I don't, I don't blame them. I get where they're coming from. They, they're trying to relate to the youth. So they figure if we take this song and we flip it, maybe the kids will enjoy this. I prefer that better than them. You're going to answer for that on Judgment Day, buddy. Hold on, no. I, I, I much rather prefer that than them just condemning kids that they don't even know. Because some of them churches don't give a fuck about kids. As soon as they walk in, they just look oh, at kids and be like, that's oh, a you, you DJs they, that's been mentioned, you know Marvin Saps never would have made it. With uh Trillville. Now that's Ooh, crazy. Gonna <laughs> that's cra <laughs> that record's crazy. Ooh, you niggas. But shout and out to Trillville. Like, 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 Jesus might have a sense of humor. He might be er, 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 er. he might you never know. Oh about that's the Jesus sound right there, bro. That's the sound of holiness right there. Uh-uh. See, see, you gonna ask that brother? Is this you, brother? Y'all sound like them old people when Kurt Franklin came out with Stomp. They was pissed. What is this? Hey, Stomp was a bop. I don't give a damn. That whole album was fine. How they going to mix hip hop with gospel music? This I ain't even going to hold you, bro. For those of you to think the gospel music is gone too Kurt started that shit, man. Hey, Kirk's that nigga. I ain't even gonna hold you. He's that hey, man. Kirk said he don't, fuck with, he don't fuck with the church like that no more. I mean, he said they, they on some other shit, so. And know. they are. And they are. And rightfully so. Like, but that's a whole nother episode. But I'm just saying, like, what what, what used to be, they used to be a very prominent. It was a breeding ground. 
Right. Yeah, you needed that. Like it was almost like that was where your training was. That's where you got your your uh your reps in. That's how you was able to get your, you know, sharpen your skills. That's how you on the audition. It was nigga, you was up through the roof because every Sunday you was on the praise team, like you was beating, now you was in the choir. So every Sunday you was able to all right, let me get my and I together. I ain't gonna hold you every time a singer, a black singer come out and they a phenomenal vocalist, they be church. like, I sing in the church. Every fucking Every male, female, fat, skinny, light, dark, don't matter, nigga. When they church. be doing that shit vocally, they be like, yeah, I was in my granny church. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Like Even if said, it was for two, three years. Them two, three years, bro. That's the gym. That's the gym for the singers, bro, the church. The church choir. Real, real fast. And that's what they missing because, the, like I said, the, the boys now, like when we saw our verses, they want to be hard. Like, it's yeah. why you, they why be you so aggressive with one wish. Like, that ain't that ain't sexy. Like, one wish was softer, my nigga. Like, you up here, like. Nah, they was hey, up for Sammy was doing runs. Look, Sammy was doing runs talking about, yeah, nigga, we went number one on the charts with this one and then hit no, a run. Didn't. Like, nigga, <laughs> no, you right didn't. Now? Like, cut it up. No, no, he was trying to claim Soldier Boy to kiss me through the phone. Bro, you went number one with this one, nigga. We, yeah, nigga. He went number one, nigga. See, you now, still happen to be there. After watching that versus, now I understand why Sway Lee was like, nigga, I can sing. Like, I get it now. Like, he met the yeah. niggas and they couldn't sing, so he was like, fuck it, I'm going to do it too. And you, you know, know what? what's funny, though? Some of them rap niggas can sing better than a lot of these R&B niggas. Like, just is what it is, bro. Like, Mo3, before he got killed, that nigga was harmonizing his ass off. No auto-tune, no nothing, bro. Just mm -hmm. killing shit. Just when that got exposed even more, even more so than you know, everybody else already knew. But yeah. he really got, he got laid bare. By, and that's the children, let this be a lesson to you. Make yeah. better decisions. Like, your choices is horrible because he could have set that out. And he probably would have been better off if he didn't make that petty remark about the boys being his backup dancers and then they went uh, Marianne, yeah. like why'd you do that you just... he, he got baited here's the thing that I noticed mm -hmm. with Versus Versus battles some of these battles uh, Marion couldn't have won first off he wasn't gonna win um, but some of these battles <laughs> niggas, I'm not even being funny bro I'm dead ass Marion was not going to win because he can't sing now if it was the old Versus where you just got to hit play and play your song press and play hell yeah it could have been play. different Boom. But Amarion got, he got washed. He got washed. Yeah. Um, and here's the thing about it. Some of these versus battles aren't that way. Some of these versus battles could go either way, but depending on what records the person is playing, they win or lose. And in uh, Amarion's case, even though he lost and he got cleaned up, he was getting baited the whole time. Mario was doing shit like, uh, I know you're going to go in that B2K back soon. And then Amarion would be like, <laughs> Mario's like, I don't got, I don't have to play a B2K song, and then he'll play a song we never heard of. Like, nigga, you just got to do that. You got to play, bro. What are you doing? He was toying with Mario before Mario even sang. He couldn't fuck with Mario vocally because Mario's always been nice with the vocals. Like, no, before Mario even sang, Mario brought out three little niggas dressed like B2K to start dancing. It fuck with Mario's head, dog. The level was down from there. He was, yeah. He just said Mario was he was trolling him the whole fucking battle, and he mentally manipulated him out of playing shit that he wanted to play. And he did, he started playing them later on in the show. But nigga, you already did eight terrible songs in a row. You're so fucked it up, bro. Yeah, it's an L, bro. It up. <laughs> yeah. I've seen that happen before when it, uh, 
who was it? I think it was when Fat Joe was going against Ja Rule. Yep. He tried to bait Ja Rule. He was like, nigga, oh, you, you better go to them singing hits. And Ja Rule was like, nigga, I sing. That's what I I'm sing, do, my man. nigga. And these singing hits about to get your fat ass out of here. That's and he got him out of there. I thought y'all was going to say the locks and dips actors. Jesus Christ. Oh, hell bro, yeah. Like, but them niggas really see that. This they didn't get baited. Them niggas just can't fuck with the locks. Like they don't, <laughs> right? And also, but for for Dipset, literally, they they don't like each other. They yeah, don't they don't. Like they're not a group. They're not that a brotherhood. A the locks a is literally a brotherhood, and they've been a brotherhood way longer than you know. What I'm saying they got solo careers that were were phenomenal, and y'all niggas can't. You know. Here's the thing, though, bro. Like I, I think it was Jewel that talked about it himself. He was like. We are three solo rappers, and we've been solo rappers our whole career. We're a crew of solo rappers. We're not a group. So when we got on the stage against the locks, they was like Voltron. Like, niggas knew each other's lines. They knew the ad-libs. They was one unit. They was like, we so used to being three separate entities, bro. We didn't even really know how to do the shit. Them niggas even had separate DJs. Yes. That's when I knew they was That's wild. Yeah, that doesn't even make no sense. They're not a crew. It's not a crew. It's not. And they are what, like I said, the locks way more polished than that. Like, way more polished. And and didn't Kiss uh, get Fab out of here too the same way? Yeah, Jada Kiss got Fab. Same shit. Yeah, now, now Jada Kiss did mentally manipulate Fab. He's like, yo, that soft shit ain't gonna work, Fab. Don't play that soft shit. <laughs> <laughs> and then Fab start playing mixtape shit that nobody never heard of. He's like, what is this? Panicking. Bro? Play the hits, Anakin. nigga. Don't let them niggas talk right. about play the fucking And that's the yeah, first thing about hit, versus bro. is like, you know, you hear the play your hit records. Unless you dropping something that's crazy. No, 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 Virgil. I don't have dropping something new. Bro, we don't want to hear nothing new at versus. I want the hits, nigga. I don't, I don't give a no fuck about your new numbers. I want hits, nigga. Quit trying to push your new album, bro. We don't want that. We don't. Okay, new album, nigga. Even Mario did that. After he watched the Marion, he was like, Here's my new scene. Niggas nah, like, nigga, no, keep that bro. shit. No, no, nigga. No. All right? If you ain't playing uh, Let Me Love You, nigga, then go home. Nah, you know what I'm saying? saying? You know? <laughs> if you ain't great, man, y'all, you ain't getting these Nikes out the box, my nigga, then you can shut the fuck up. I don't yeah, I don't care what artist it is. Every time they be like, here's my new single, niggas be like, well, it's been real, y'all. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Unless you I'm, just I'm release the single and that bitch slaps, bro, there's no reason that that's Even if it's loud, we don't care, bro. We Slap that, that shit later. Get on yeah. your, live, your Instagram live and you put, you play your new single from your shit. But don't Drop that bitch at midnight after the battle. Yeah. Let, let us Take your ass home and play that shit. Don't play that shit over here. We ain't asked for that. Y'all right, I like, wanted to go back to this press and play. Honestly, what? I stop it off. The whole, the whole reason Versus exists was was to to appreciate the culture so my nigga why are you not appreciating what you've already done because niggas that's be like getting niggas. manipulated look people be embarrassed by they by different points in their careers and stuff and they think they've evolved past it and other people can sense that and they be manipulating niggas oh you gonna play that that singing shit that you used to do nigga oh, yeah. gonna, and then they don't play it are you gonna play that shit when y'all was dancing with the boys you're gonna play that then they like, don't hell play yeah it. nigga i'm gonna play that shit jay kids is like go. You gonna play that soft shit, Fab? Fab like, yo, I got street shit too. We play some street shit, niggas like, the fuck? But it ain't a hit, baby. That wasn't a hit. And I would have looked at that nigga and I'd have been like, this bitch went four times platinum, nigga. Where your four times platinum record? And I would have danced all over that bitch. I'd have been a mean. See, cuz I feel like you didn't see the verses. I seen uh somebody in the comments talk uh keep talking about Marion eating that watermelon dog. 
<laughs> Listen, the battle was over. That's what, I knew the battle was over before that, but I really knew it was over when this nigga. So before that, like two songs before this, he was losing and he was trying to come back. And so he threw the mic stand on the ground. And he started dry humping the mic Saw stand in shit. front of the crowd. And it was really cringeworthy. Everybody was like, what the fuck is my boy doing? Get up, oh. They was in the on Twitter like, get up, oh. What's going on? Get up, oh. And then the nigga came back two songs later after he was getting his ass handed to him and came out with a watermelon, gave his brother, who was his DJ, which was another bad idea. He let Orion be the DJ. Right. He gave him half a watermelon. These niggas eating a water. Bro, Juneteenth <laughs> just passed. Juneteenth just passed. You niggas is not going to coon it up on stage eating watermelon. All right, bro. Hey, bro, at that point, I'm just going to try to get Janae a co out there and sing the ass line, bro. Like I'm Mario wouldn't even let him have that. He was like, bro, Mario was like, we ain't fuck with that song. We just fuck with Janae. We ain't even like that song. Which is not true. We like the whole song. The whole song. He, the whole song slaps. It does. It, it really Mario does. was in his head. He was like, yo, we ain't even fuck with that song, bro. We just fuck with Janae on there, bro. We ain't like you on there, bro. And Amari was taking this shit to heart, man. <laughs> like, he bro. was taking it to heart. Hurt. He was hurt. Hey, bro. Oh, you know why, though? Because Amario probably feels like he never lived up to the expectations that Chris Brown has, bro. With Chris Brown, hey, bro. That's, that's a that. Dog. Well, what it is, bro. He's done a he's done a lot in his career to try to distance himself from B2K, which is a bad move because that's still the height of your I wouldn't distance myself at all. I'd just be like, Yeah, that's a part of my career and I'm here now. He try to act like I don't need that. Nigga, yeah. that's your foundation. And that's I'd what, be proud that's of that what, shit. And that's what Jay Bug was saying in response to Omarion and what he said about them being the backup dancers. He was like, The problem with you is that Chris Brown took the career that you thought you don't have and mm. Bow Wow had uh I forgot what he said Bow Wow did but needless to say they both took what you thought she was going to be outside of the group and he wasn't even the most popular one in the group it was Biz and Jay Book and it was because it wasn't too many of us girls that was looking at Amari and she was cool but everybody else had those was like the main two Omari, and now they got the, out of uh, uh, you got served. He thought he was gonna be the man you got served, and it wasn't even that. Nah. Look, uh, Amarion's so petty. <laughs> Ghost said Mario's his type of petty. Amar uh, Mario, yeah. Mario's so petty. A lot of people didn't catch it during the versus battle when Amarion was like, "Yeah," she's like, "I can't hear myself, but these is my songs." You know, we wrote that. that them is my vocals, and Mario That's was like. Steve. Yeah, he was like, that ain't your vocals, man. That's Steve, bro. Like, we know Steve from Troop. Troop that, That's little Steve from Troop. And then when you, because when you listen to the uh, the B2K's first album, it, it don't even, that does not sound like Omarion at all. So, in essence, Omarion for the J-Lo, where he's basically. Yeah. leaving like, them vocals in. Yeah, he punching in a little bit here and there, but he ain't singing, like, the whole track. And I did see like what they him. said too. Like them boys have vocal um lessons available to them, but that's like nigga ain't take the vocal lessons. They's like I'm a star. Fuck a vocal lesson. Nah, bro, you should have took them lessons, my boy. And yeah, should have and, and leading up to this, you should have been, been rehearsing. That's what you should have been. He kept saying he couldn't hear in his Janet Jackson earpiece. The little you didn't need that. If you was you was a professional, you didn't need that inner earpiece. You should have been able to get the notes off regardless. You know, yet. Mario was Mario was fresh off the set of Empire, so you know what I'm saying he was just because 
he was wasn't he? He did songs in that show, so I guess he was just feeling like look, man. Them boys is petty. Uh, even now, like the other day, I saw uh, Amarion make a post, and he's like, "Yeah, I got a new, I got a, another show on July, blah blah blah, with my boy Mario. He gonna be opening up for me as usual. You know what I'm saying? And <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, come on, y'all ain't gonna let this shit die, bro." Uh -huh. Now, but they got an actual show now, like it's a regular show, and Mario is opening up for him, and he's letting the whole world. He's like, this, this is his usual place, y'all. You know, he's opening up for me as usual. I'm like, good lord, them boys ain't letting this shit go, man. They gonna. <laughs> That's there must be shit some real forever. beef behind the scenes, though, bro. There got to be some real beef there. Like. Yeah, Mario made it seem like, look, I've been waiting for this day for 15 years, nigga. You knew you couldn't fuck with me. And he, he told him in the pre-little the pre -little conversation videos, he was like, who gassed you to do this, Marion? Like, And Marion's like, what you mean? Who gassed me? I don't got to ask nobody to do it. I do what I He's like, no, somebody gassed you, bro. There's no way you're doing this on your own, man. No way. And, <laughs> the niggas is out here having like pre-fight, pre-fight conversations, bro. Like they get ready to go into the octagon and fuck each other up. Like you know they gotta sell the verses, bro. They gotta get them viewers in there. But it, it did seem like Mario felt the way, and I can get it because you're more talented than this guy by far, and your careers don't necessarily show that that's yeah. the case and you like what the fuck bro like what is going on but i saw somebody talk to that um i can't remember what industry cap he was saying like if you look at a marion's career trajectory and you look at mario mario's clearly a superior uh singer all the way around and that right. just shows you the difference between what talent can get you and what networking can get you you know what i'm saying it's like it's not enough to be talented you also have to have those proper networking skills and it's important who you align yourself with because they can take you to another level. And we see that all the time. A lot of times it's who you know. Especially in hip-hop. Hip-hop is definitely about that. I mean, shit in music in general, it's just who you know. Lady Gaga was dropped three times from the label, bro. She was dropped three times. If Akon never found her, bro, she would be nobody. You know what I'm saying? But she just happened to run into the right person, and then it was a rap. It's all in who you know, bro, or who knows you, rather. Because you could know anybody, but if they don't vouch for you that they know you, it don't matter. So it's all in who knows you. Right. My my only comment to this um, on that versus topic because it seemed to be the conversation this week, off the back of NPR Tiny Desk. Are we really ready to get this Usher Chris Brown versus off? Are we ready for this? Fuck no. What are y'all talking about? Ain't nobody going up against Usher right now. It ain't. Look, happening. Chris Brown said nobody can't even see him in the verses. You it right. Chris you Brown versus Chris Brown. But Chris, this week, yeah. they asked him about it, and he was like, it makes sense. He said, it got to make more sense, but it does make sense. He was like, I can't take nothing away from him. He's an icon, too. But he was talking as if, like, all time he's bigger than Usher. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's a, he's an icon, too. I don't want to take nothing away from him. We got to make sure we give him his flowers also. If we do it, it got to make sense. Usher goes where Missy's ass is at. Ain't nobody going up against Missy Elliott, and ain't nobody going up against Usher. I told you, Missy Elliott and Busta Rhymes, man, that would be, it would be so animated, and it would be so much fun. Only visually. 
Yeah, you know what I find interesting with this whole Usher Chris Brown thing? Like, there's a ton of people who think Chris Brown will win, like, and it's not even a question. I personally, I lean more towards Usher myself. Um, but people keep talking about how many hits Chris Brown has, and I keep reminding people, Versus is your best 20 songs. He could have three million hits, and Usher could have a thousand. But it's 20 of them. Yep. Can your 20 songs fuck with my 20 songs? Hey, well, I, I, seen these honest, 20 songs I don't think Chris's honest, 20 songs is fucking with Usher's 20 songs. He could play the whole album of Confessions, bro, and that's the it's a rap. Like, and that ain't taking nothing from Chris. Chris is amazing talent, but Chris don't have yeah, Confessions. Confessions and then here's the other one thing. of the best R&B albums of all time. Here's the other thing. Like, back in the day when Versus first started, you, like we just spoke on, you could just hit play and play the hits. Now versus is a concert. Now we know Chris can dance, but shit, Amarion can dance. Chris can sing better than Amarion, but Chris can't sing like Usher. He can't so do both. He yeah, you can't both. be on stage pop locking and hitting the only he nigga I seen do that was was uh, Cisco. Cisco, Usher only nigga it. I seen hit a handstand and hit a high note. Like, yes, yeah. If, if you ain't Cisco, bro, you're not dancing and singing. So what's he gonna do when Usher come out hitting them and superstar notes? When Usher start off with superstar, like what do you do? How do what you, you combat doing? this? What are you doing? Nothing. Turning your microphone off and going home. That's what you're doing. <laughs> I need, <laughs> need y'all in, in the comments. I need y'all in the comments to go to YouTube tonight and watch Usher on NPR's Tiny Desk. Everybody don't watch that shit. Keep watching it. And I'm going to pull it back up because that shit is amazing. Chris, look, Chris Brown, Chris Brown you know, can sing. First off, Chris Brown is nice. I fuck with Breezy. I'm just saying when Usher hit them superstar notes and, you know, can you handle it falsettos and shit, what is Chris going to? I'm gonna be honest. Like, what song is he pulling out? <laughs> Nothing. If if he's your pulling favorite... out his phone and he getting a lift home, that's what he's doing. He's pulling it out, <laughs> yeah. out, getting out of here. If your favorite rapper or your favorite R and B star ain't got no tiny desk, then them niggas ain't talented, bro. Like I'm a that's, it ain't that's real rap, real. Mm. Rap. You can do that shit. And T Pain even did that shit with no auto tune. Hey, that's when everybody got hit. Speaking of people that, that can actually sing, sing, that they don't think can sing, that nigga can sing, sing. Kill it. Yes. Uh, hold on. How about we talking about R and B earlier? How about my nigga Lucky Day saved Raphael Sadiq's Tiny Desk because Raphael Sadiq from Tony 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 was fucking struggling. He mm. was fucking struggling. Y'all got to see his. He was struggling. He was like, my let me call out my good friend. Lucky Day and Lucky Day kind of hopped out, and they did about two or three songs in the middle of Raphael Sadiq's set. I was like, "Good lord, it was it was rough." I mean, I I know I always knew Raphael Sadiq wasn't like a super great vocalist, but it was kind of rough. It was kind of rough. And nigga being uh, good though, and production's great, so that's what saved him. Because I think the other guy from Tony 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 was the one that really had the strong vocals. Dwayne Wiggins, I think. Dwayne. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Raphael was, nah, him being 68, that ain't got nothing to do with it. <laughs> like Ron Osley did a tiny desk and he was still cooking. And it. killed it. Patty LaBelle did a tiny desk and killed and it. And killed it. Like, come on now. We Rocky talking about just, professionals. He just never had a super strong voice like that, y'all. Like, let's be real. Like, he's one of our favorites. He got them hits. He never had hey, any vocals like that. He talking about uh talking about sixty uh 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 nigga Ralph Presbyn still out here, nigga. <laughs> yeah, Ralph. Oh, wow. Johnny Gill still Ralph. out here, nigga. Like, and I bet Johnny Gill could pull up. I bet Johnny Gill could pull up and smoke a, a damn tiny desk though. I ain't gonna yep. hold you. 
From what I heard, Brian McKnight. Got it, man. So don't be proud. That that ain't got shit to do with it. You know what I'm saying? Hell, look, Casey and JoJo done got clean. Them niggas sound good. Like them niggas did sound good at the BET Awards. Yeah, and they lived through a cut. They lived through a real like Bobby Whitney Coke era, and they still got. That's what I'm saying. Them like, niggas done got clean, bro. They got their vocals back. It was nice like this. Now them niggas is in the man, choir again. Now yeah, they, they in the they choir. In they now. And that was the reason why them two niggas was majority jealousy, bro. Cause them niggas getting like they sing and they perform, like you know. It is what it is, bro. Y'all remember, dog, in the five heartbeats when the nigga was nice like this. Then at the end of the shit, the nigga was in the gospel choir. That's where okay. Casey and JoJo are now. They in the gospel choir. Them niggas they is the back. Gospel. They nice with it right now. Niggas was joking on my niggas. First of all, Jodeci's the GOAT R&B group. So y'all niggas got to fall back off Jodeci. Y'all got to fall back. back. But them niggas, is, them niggas is back with they vocal and they vocal <laughs> I say all that again, just to, just to <laughs> run it back with Raphael Sadiq, because um, Keith said that's our favorite. Look, Tony, Tony, Tony's one of my favorite groups of all time, dog. But he sounded terrible on his, his Tiny Desk, yo. Hey, the singer in mint condition better, though. The singer in mint condition? What type of disrespect are you giving Stokely, bro? Stokely's that man. What are we what talking happening about? right now? Stokely in condition? That man, Mick that Look, too. I went to see Stokely for my birthday two years ago. This nigga sung for three. My feet was hurting, nigga. He sung for <laughs> so long. I was like, listen, bro, I got to go back to the hotel, nigga. Like, what is happening right now, Stokely? He kept doing <laughs> shit like moving the mics to the side and making it. Hey, Stokely's a beast vocally, yo. Yeah. He was making his voice go like, uh, but he was doing mm -hmm. it with the mic like this and shit. Like Luther's ass did. Remember that yeah. clip where Luther walked past? Uh, uh. Yep. <laughs> but wowed out for three hours strong. I didn't even know them niggas. And I I know their discography. I didn't know they had that many joints. I was they like, they did. Lord. They've always had that many joints. It's just that it was just that at the time, Tony, Tony, Tony was a bigger group. And well, also them being a Tony, band. Tony, Tony. It hurt them too, them being a band and not a traditional R&B group. Like if right. it was other niggas and they sung and they did some spin dance moves, like that'd have yeah. been way bigger. But they yeah. had niggas on the drum set and shit. Like that hurt yeah. them. Or if Stokely was a solo artist, he would have been way bigger with just those same songs. Damn, them songs, boy. But he, can play, he might not have been able to play uh, the instruments. You can we get so a mid condition like Tony, Tony, Tony versus? I don't want no more verses. I'm gonna be honest. I'm tired. That'll be fire. I'm ain't gonna hold you. Nah, if I we get, I, I mean, I watch it, but if we get verses, man, I want some real shit. I need some Kendrick verses. That ain't happening, bro. Like, cool. Or so I need something crazy, bro. Like, they don't got no budget for that. It's starting, to turn, it's starting to turn into a comedic, a comedic route now, bro. Cause like these, they struggle bus niggas now, bro. Like this shit is. Mm, Ray J and Bobby Valentino versus Sammy and Pleasure P. Like, what the fuck was that? They're asking for J. Cole versus Wale. That's what the people been asking for. No, J. Cole I'm, versus Wale. I'm asking for y'all to stop this fucking versus nonsense. I don't, don't want versus to stop until I see Usher versus Chris Brown. Or Why the fuck do you want to see that? Or <laughs> Sade and Anita Baker. Oh, you know, no, 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 no I really no, want to see Sade and Anita Baker, bro. I don't want to see none of that shit. I want to see verses come to a complete stop. Now nah, you are, you hate circus. 
I I'm want, not hating. I want we have a, had enough. I want a you Sunday this night. bullshit that just went down I want a Sunday night of Sade and Anita Baker giving me They're the not going to do this. Anita Baker, I might have to light up Sade's not coming out smoke. the house. She is. Shit. She's coming from over under that rock, No, though. she's not. And Anita Baker is Sade done offer she when she is refuse. done in Vegas. She is wrapping up, baby. Listen, it ain't happening. Sade an offer she can't refuse. She's going to take her silk scarf off, nigga. All that forehead gonna be on prominent display for no, me on a Sunday no, night. No, it ain't happening. Hey, you might want that, but what you gonna get is Bow Wow versus uh, Romeo, nigga. That's what you gonna exactly. get. Let's be honest. All you gonna keep get. getting is these stupid asinine verses that no one asked for. We didn't even ask for a Marion versus Mario because who the fuck was sitting around talking about? Yo, these niggas need to battle each other. Like, no, nobody's sitting around saying that. They're going to give me what? 3LW versus Total? Fuck no. Leave me alone. Don't give me nothing else. Go away. If I can get Ron Isley and Isley Brothers versus Earthwind and Fire, I can get Sade and Anita. I'm going to act twist and I'm going to act Timberland when I get off of here. When I get off the live, I'm adding Timberland and Swiss. I need Sade and Anita back. Look, Anita just got her master's back. She need to look. They gonna tell you, too. sir, that shit ain't happening. All right? nah, you know, they niggas ain't got, got enough budget in the season of verses to afford both of them women at the same damn time. At the same time, yeah, they can, bro. You that's like asking for Rihanna versus Beyonce. It ain't never gonna happen. Nah, now that but that but let's be realistic. That budget is five times the budget that I'm requesting right now. Rihanna and Beyonce. In the house. It don't even matter. They're not going to do it because they don't even want to be seen like that. It's not Bro, important. They, get they, can pay, uh, they can pay $25,000 and get away with this shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Look, I'm going to tell you, it don't matter how much you pay Anita Baker, she's going to come out in a fly sweatsuit anyway and wreck shit, dog. She be in concert in a little, like, the Windbreaker tracksuit, fam. Eating for four hours, nigga, with the most heavenly notes, bro. I need that yeah, in my life, dog. Look, I know. Look, I done. Anita Baker came to Louisville like two years ago, and I missed it. I this missed is my chance too. to re-see this shit. Okay. I need I Anita Baker. I, yeah, I need. A I need Anita Baker. Baker and Sade on a versus stage before 2022 is up. I don't care what the I don't care what Virgil says. It's gonna happen. So how about Jay this? Savage, what up? We can't we can't give you that, but we're gonna give you Tank versus Tyrese. How about that? Like you got I watched that. <laughs> I that ain't even funny, nigga. Them niggas got hits. I watched I the know they got hits, but cause that's the highest you get, nigga. You ain't listen, you I'm there for that. Look, give me Tank versus Tyrese on a Saturday night with a bad bitch. It's some wine, nigga. It's up, bro. What are it's we talking? It's some wine, nigga. It's up, bro. Amore said, because he going to be like, who came to make sweet love? Not me, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> who came to, girl? I ain't come over for that shit. <laughs> I ain't come here for that. Nah, they don't need a gentrified version. But they, when they started asking for Justin Timberlake, Niggas was immediately like, no. Right. Not easy. putting these and white people that. on the versus stage, bro. No, nigga. Ain't no NSYNC versus Backstreet. None of that bullshit, dog. Because, Listen, I let, mean, me re let me repeat this again. Tyrese and Tank on a wine. Saturday night with some wine, nigga. It's a fucking vibe. In a bad thing. on a Saturday night with some wine? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Don't want it, dog. 
You gotta eat like cheeses when them niggas do their verses. You gotta have like cheeses when Instinct When Instinct and Backstreet come out, you gotta have like cheeses. Now you can't have wine for NSYNC and Backstreet. You gotta have like Cheez Its and soda or some shit. You can't <laughs> set no nah, vibe. You gotta have cheese and soda. You gotta make a sandwich and put mayonnaise on it, man. Like, <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. You're not gonna you're not gonna put my man's like that. You're I do not want that right battle. There. I do I not know. want this white battle. Hey, bro, this it's going to smell like, smell like this Mayberry battle. I do not want that bullshit. He just said you got to have some Bud Light for that NSYNC Backstreet, dog. Like, nah, bro. Bud Light. <laughs> somebody said, I saw somebody say Tank versus Jamie Foxx on the verses. It I don't know. Do Jamie got enough hits That's going to be themselves. Does Jamie have enough hits to do a versus? Yeah. Who? You think so? 20? Yeah. The Jamie Foxx to do a versus. No, uh, you gotta think. Features included. Had, features included. Un Unpredictable had at least I want to say four singles on it. I feel like four. I feel right, like we being real. Jamie gonna sing some fly shit that we know, but it ain't gonna be hits. But he gonna sing it so well, niggas ain't gonna care, and they gonna still be giving either one of them rounds based on how fly it is. I'm gonna see Jamie Foxx do a, a, a tiny desk. Ooh, that'd be fire. That would be dope. That'd be Look, dope. Tank and Jamie Foxx can both sing their asses off. Yes. Tank used to write a lot of shit for Jamie, too. Like, them niggas But you know what, what happens when Jamie's like, you know, when he hits the gold dig on him, bro, like, that's arguably Jamie's biggest song. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot. Yeah, it's five. Yeah, he's right, saying, it's five the, on the, But the right difference right between... Look, look, look. But what about when Tank go into his bag and he starts singing, Can I Come Over by Leah? Now that ain't playing like, first. That's never playing first. <laughs> that's that one right there. That's the Joker. Yeah, you know he's gonna but, do but it. You know, you know he's gonna jump in that song right back. I would too. Look, Jamie, he might start Jamie singing with him. He can hit that one of them songs that Tank wrote. Tank might Slowly. start singing with him. Like, yeah, you know, I wrote this one, y'all. That was all Jamie can sing that Ray Charles soundtrack, bro. Because Jamie sang all that shit for Charles, bro. Like, bad man. I, I think he. It would be good. I'd watch it. I, I mean, at least the niggas can sing. Like, nah, the next time they at release these the niggas, niggas gonna we can't sing. sing, bro. We just we're gonna get a hell of a show for sure. Yeah, we'll get a hell of a show. Y'all say y'all say Tyrese for like genuine or some shit, man. Let them. Oh just, fuck. Let them oh, do their verses over there. Oh shit. Tyrese versus G damn. <clears throat> That's fucked up. I don't know, bro. I don't know. I mean, genuine got hits. Genuine got a lot of hits too, though. I think that's because Genuine has a static major uh, hit, so I'm gonna have to. Gonna have I don't to know what Genuine's voice sounds like in 2022. You know, can Genuine sing in 2022? No, he cannot. Uh, he nah, if that nigga does his little dance where he was trying, to I know he can't dance, dance no more. I know he can't dance, but I feel like he probably can still sing. I feel like he got the vocal a little bit. That nigga Tank said he looked like he was moving further. Moving the couch, yeah. Like a nigga moving the couch. Good lord. Hey, I'll take dog that nigga. What, what was that? Well, we know. Dog that nigga deserved everything. Oh, yeah, I've seen that shit. Well, we know one thing for sure that Gene White going to say. He always going to say, come on. That's his ad lib. So if he, if he don't sing nothing else, 
That nigga gonna give you that, and that's it. Oh, I like genuine. I feel like Tank will get him out the paint. I mean, not Tank. Tank will definitely get him out the paint. I feel like Tyrese will get him out the paint. Yeah. Tyrese got his though. Like, I mean, yeah. You know, Sweet ladies at one. I ain't gonna hurt you. Tyrese I mean, hell, Tyrese had hits in like the last five or six years, years too. Like, he, he, ain't got time money. he got too many for Genuine, dog. Yeah. She said Genuine got bad knees. That's why he can't dance no more. <laughs> well, you laughing. Yeah. He might really do got nah, bad knees. This nigga was breakdance boogaloo and shit in the 90s. Right. Remember he was dancing <laughs> with the, the broom and shit? <laughs> I'm gonna keep it real, like that nigga might have been unfuckwittable in that era, dancing wise. Like that nigga was something crazy, was dog. He was. And he was a dog. Father Time is undefeated, dog. Father Time's undefeated, bro. <laughs> Look, I'm putting these verses all on my timeline on Twitter, so I appreciate it. I'm going request this tank versus I'm requesting tank versus fucking uh who y'all say? Jamie. I'm still requesting this Anita Baker and Sade. Y'all can feel how y'all want to feel. Who we got for T Pain though? We need a T Pain. I mean, we need a T Pain. T Pain already did versus, didn't he? Already did it. Yeah. I, I think we need. It a wasn't even fair. They had it against like a. Who was it against? Look, John. Weird. That's what? weird as shit. Look, John's a producer. Now you have a, right. a singer. Well, T Pain got something. I don't know. It wasn't. It, I don't even think that was under that uh, verse. Right. Like, that was like, like a personal type little side versus bullshit. Yeah, like nah, I don't think it was I remember Bone and Three Six was gonna do a little side versus, but then they got talked out of, it, and I'm glad they did because we got some epic moments out of their battle, man. Busy Bone Let's trying to punch honest, niggas. Though, like, I don't, you know, knowing the history that 3-6 and Bone had, I don't understand how Bone thought that they could take on 3-6 when 3-6 has been making music solidly for like 30 fucking years, bro. Well, because Bone has a million hits. The thing of it is, Bone's hits don't really translate like that to that type of setting. They make chill-ass smoke weed music, and 3-6 makes turn-up party music. Bone got right. a million hits. But be real, bro. You don't. Poppers versus weed heads. Yeah, like, and, and be real. Like, you didn't tune in the verses to hear Bone sing Crossroads, bro. Like, you don't care. You don't want to hear that shit. Nah, bro. And I'm a huge Bone Thug. I'm a huge Bone Thug and Harmony fan. I'm a huge Bone fan. Niggas did not turn, tune in to hear niggas sing the Crossroads, bro. Like, that's not why niggas was watching verses. So it just wasn't a good pairing. Them niggas don't make that type of music. And 3 6 is bringing out. Every fucking celebrity in the history of hip hop, and everybody bone work with is dead. Easy yep. dead, Biggie dead, Biggie Pac dead, dead undead. Like every yep. all they right, big don't forget they did that song with Master P. They could have bought him out. <laughs> all right, <laughs> we gonna get on up out of here. You feel me? On that note, it's been right, two man, weeks. It's been two weeks. We promise we won't keep y'all waiting two weeks longer. We'll be right we'll back, be back at y'all next, next Friday. Make sure y'all join the Monday crew. Monday at 8 right here on Dope Though Live on IG2. We out this thing, y'all. Peace. Later.